Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. God is for us. Amen. 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 Come on, it's a great place to be this morning. Palm Sunday, celebrating the King is on the way. How many know the King is coming? Hosanna, blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Look at your neighbor say, the King is here. Amen. Remain standing all over the building. We're so thankful for this music team and praise team. Would you give these, this praise team, these children a hand for leading us today? Amen. Man, I, I know I saw a I saw a young man out there. He's out there somewhere. His name's Ron Apperson, and he's 88 years old today. Right there he is. Wave your hand. Happy birthday. Love you. Amen. Amen. All of our guests. And good to see Pastor and Sister Marshall here. Wave your hands back there. We're so glad you're here. And such a special occasion, amen. And the Edwards family that's here, we're so glad seeing these children today. Praise the Lord, everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, next Sunday is a resurrection Sunday. We've got a 9 a.m., 11 a.m. There are, there are prizes and gifts for the kids that come. It's going to be a great family day, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., married services, as, as you've already heard. We want you to come. There is in the information booth, also on the altars, or where a list that you can get to write 10 names of families down that you're going to be inviting and praying for. I've, already, I've got my friend who is uh, uh, originally from India. He's traveling in to stay with me for the weekend, going to be with us on Easter Sunday, and so I'm so thankful. Amen. We were engineering student friends, and so, uh, so glad about that. And today, we've got Pastor Donnie Sheeran with us. Amazing preacher. So much fun. And uh, my, my children just think he's the best children's evangelist there is. He's a powerful preacher, man of God, and he's a friend. A friend not only to me, my family, but has been a, a friend to our children. Thank you for loving our family the way you do. And he loves this church and, and a dynamic man of God. I know. Let's give him a big anchor. Zanesville, welcome. As he comes to preach the word of the Lord. Brother Sharon. Oh, let's give praise to Jesus right now. Come on, somebody, clap your hands. Somebody lift your voice. Go ahead and dance in advance because people are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost in these altars today. You don't have to wait till Easter to experience the Easter experience of death, burial, resurrection power. You can get the Holy Ghost today. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, it's the will of God that you receive the Holy Ghost today. Somebody say, today's my day. Amen. Wow. This has been amazing. Didn't that children's group do an awesome job leading us in worship? I think we ought to take just a moment. Somebody ought to praise God that you have a church that believes that children don't just get the Holy Ghost, but when they get the Holy Ghost, they are empowered by the Holy Ghost to lead us in worship and praise. The Spirit of the Lord moves. Shout Jesus. Woo. Great job. I'm so excited to be here today and 
for what the Lord's going to do in this place today. He wants to do for you what you need Him to. I want you to think about that. He wants to do what you need Him to. And here's what's exciting. He can. And He will. If you have faith today, no matter your age, if you have faith today, and you will mix that worship with faith, God will do for you what you need Him to. I want somebody to just offer thanks to the Lord right now because He is going to do somebody with faith right now. I want you with faith right now to worship. I want you to thank God. Go ahead, dance in advance and say, thank you, Jesus, for filling me with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus, for healing my body. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering me. Thank you, Jesus, for uplifting, strengthening, encouraging me in this place today. Matthew chapter 8 is the text today. I'll read the first few verses there. And while you're finding Matthew chapter 8 in your Bible, I want to say to Brother and Sister Hyden, I love being with these precious people. How many of you know how blessed you are to have the Hydens as the leaders of children's ministry at the Anchor Church? Come on, let them know how blessed that you are to have them. These are awesome people who have a vision for you. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. They are amazing and great people to work with. I just want to say to Sister Lewis, if it's all right if I just add in, thank you for 39 years of teaching Sunday. That's something that is worthy of recognition and honor. And thank you, thank you, Anchor Church, for seeing the significance of a Sunday school teacher. How many of you know that because of Sunday school teachers, there is a church, that a church that has children's ministry is a church that is alive and will thrive and will do what you will do. So thank you for this wonderful morning that we've had already. How many of you want the Lord to do something great in the place? Woo! He's ready. Look at your neighbor and see, he's ready, are you? Brother and Sister Bounds and the first family of the Anchor Church, there are none better than what you have. I want you to know that you are blessed to have as pastor First lady, first family, these wonderful kids. How many of you know how blessed you are at the Anchor Church to have the leadership team that you have? There's none better than what you have. You ought to give God praise right now. We ought to just take a praise break and say thank you, God, for sending a man of God, the woman of God, the first family that you sent the Anchor Church. They are anointed of God, and you are blessed. My dear friends whom I love. I love this family. You all are awesome. The Anchor Church is awesome. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking about you right now. It's great to be here. I'm believing with you. I'm believing with you for 1,000 people to come into this building next Sunday on Easter Sunday. And I'm believing with you for everybody that comes wanting the Holy Ghost to experience the gift of the Holy Ghost. But I'm not waiting till next Sunday. I'm going to get what God has for me today. Today is my day. 
when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Verse 2 of chapter 8 says, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Now, Here's the way I see it happening. Jesus comes down from the mountain. The leper comes to him, worships him, saying, If you want to, you can. And Jesus says, I want to. I just want to preach for a few minutes today from this thought. He wants to. He wants to. Winston, he wants to do for you what you want him to. And if you believe he can and you'll worship, he will. How many of you know he wants to? How many of you believe he wants to? How many of you will worship like you believe that he wants to do for you what only he can do and you're going to praise him? Go ahead, celebrate it. Go ahead, speak a word of faith. Today's my day. It's going to happen for me. I believe children are going to receive the Holy Ghost. I believe that everybody that's here that's hungry is going to be fed. Somebody that has faith. I need a little more praise. I need a little more worship to go to the King who's about to do for you what only He can do. Woo! You may be seated. If we were to go back a few chapters from the chapter that I selected as the text for today's preaching, we would find in the fifth chapter, you see, Joseph, in the fifth chapter, Jesus, the Bible says, goes up into the mountain. So he leaves where he is and he goes up to the mountain and he gets, the Bible says, he gets everything set. He, he prepares everything. He gets, when, when he saw the multitude, the scripture says, when he saw the multitude, he went to the mountain. He said, I'm going to go to a higher place and I'm going to get everything ready because the multitude is going to need a miracle. How many of you know the multitude needs a miracle? That's why you're praying and inviting 10 people and believing for a thousand people next Sunday is because the multitude needs a miracle. I say what we do this Sunday is go to a higher place and get everything set for the multitude that needs a miracle. And I can't think of anybody better than the children of the Anchor Church to go to the mountaintop and say we're going to get everything ready for the multitude. Get ready, get set. He gets ready and he gets set. And the Bible says that when he got ready and he got set, he took a few of his, he took his disciples. So you guys go right up there and stand right up on those steps. Yeah, you four right there. Yeah, yeah, that, that's your four. Yeah, that's it. You four right there go up there. Yeah, you, you go ahead. You don't want to go? You want to go there? Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like your positive attitude there. That's good. 
go back there on those steps back there. So, yeah, yeah, you, you all go back there. And just So Jesus, he gets everything set. His disciples, his disciples come up there and he gets his disciples together and he's, he's preparing for the multitude to get their miracle. So he takes those that are his and says, we got to get ready for the multitude. And so he starts preaching and there is, I want somebody to know there's nothing better than powerful preaching. Is there anybody here that you love powerful preaching? You love when the man of God gets behind that pulpit and preaches what thus saith the word. Do you know how blessed you are at the Anchor Church to have the kind of preaching that you have right here? Thank God. Somebody ought to go ahead and just thank God for the preacher that you have in your life. For the man of God that will get every child needs to know they are blessed to have a preacher in their life. Pastor Bounds, I was, I was with you at the Children's Ministries Conference just the last couple of days, and wow, what powerful preaching. I mean, we had Raymond Woodward preaching. We had, you guys ever heard of a, a guy named Aaron Bounds? I mean, wow. I know, like when he gets done, it's like, mic drop, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, he got up there and preached a powerful word. And every, every time that, that, that pastor preaches, wherever I'm at that he's preaching, I, I love to hear his preaching. He's one of my favorite preachers. And I, I was talking with him, Brother Wayne Huntley, one of my favorite preachers. How many of you have your favorite preacher? I heard about somebody around here that loves Brother Landon Gore. Is there anybody that loves Brother Landon Gore? You love that kind of preaching. And you... I mean, that... There's just, something, there's just something about great preaching. And these disciples gathered up there. And guess who was preaching for them that day? The best preacher of all, Jesus. And he's preaching about the Beatitudes. And he's saying, blessed are they, blessed are they, which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Can you imagine being one of those disciples when he preached that powerful word? When I say, blessed are they, which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I want all of you to shout amen. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Yeah, that's good. Now, now I want you to say it loud enough that if somebody's out there drinking a cup of coffee, they can hear you say it already. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Whoa, yeah, that's good. You know what happens when preaching is going forth and people are responding to preaching? A crowd starts to gather. So I want this whole row right here go up there. And I want all of you to go up there. Yeah, that's right. Go on up there. Yeah, you all too up here don't want to feel left out. Yeah, go on up there. Yeah, 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 go up there. Get, gather around those disciples up there. Yeah, it's awesome. So this crowd, here, is there if I take this coat off? All right, here we go. So this crowd starts gathering. And Jesus, just keep, Jesus
The best preacher of all is preaching and the crowd just keeps coming. I want to tell you something. When you get a preacher that's preaching the word of God, it's going to bring a crowd because the word of God heals. The word of God helps. The word of God sets free. The word of God is quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the divided asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. It is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. His word works. crowd gathers and he starts preaching that a city set upon a hill cannot be hid. Woo! And then he says, ask and it shall be given you. I like that. That's what I'm looking for. You're right on. I got one. I'm ready for the rest of the multitude. Go ahead, join in. A city set upon a hill cannot be hid. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Oh yeah, now you got it. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they had what started with just a few multiplies people start coming and Jesus preaches the sermon on the mount to a multitude of people and what what a wonderful day it must have been to have been one of them that got to go to the mountain where the multitude heard that kind of, they said at the end of this we are astonished this man speaks with such authority this isn't like the scribe this man speaks with such authority is there anybody thankful for apostolic authority that can speak to situations the way that they are and they be changed they be changed it doesn't matter what your life is now the word of God changes all of that so they had some kind of Sunday service Woo! and then they said okay we just had Sunday night service let's go it's time to play dodgeball here we go everybody follow me you ready to go Come on, multitude. Come on, multitude. And verse 1, the text that I shared with you, said when Jesus come down from the multitude, from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Great multitudes followed him. Wherever Jesus could go, wherever he walked, do you know why? They sensed there was something supernatural. They sensed there was something special about this Savior. Brother Marshall, they knew it was an ordinary man. That this was a man that had all power. That this was a man. At his words, when spoken. Now, the multitude was following him. And I'm looking for Finn. Where's Finn? There he is over there. Okay, Finn, I want you to come up and stand over there by where that guy in the sharp blue coat's running that machine over there. There you go, just stand right there. So the multitude's following him. He comes down from the mountain. The multitude's following him. And then it's like the very next verse 
says, and behold, there came a leper. Behold, there came a leper. Stop right there. Do you know what happened to the multitude when the leper came? They were gone. Y'all go back to your seats now, all right? Didn't they do a great job? Give them a great round of applause. You students and kids did great. But now, it's like the Savior wants to show us that when you can't get to where He is, He will come to where you are. The leper couldn't go to the mount with the multitude. Because of the condition in his body, he could not go where the multitude was being ministered to by the master. But the master said, I'll come down from the mountain and I'll find somebody that needs me to do what only I can. Somebody needs to hear what I'm preaching to you. He came to this service today, not just for the multitude, but to come to you and to say, I want to do for you what only I can do for you and behold there came a leper the Bible says that he worshipped him saying so I want you to get down on your knees here Finn and I want you to just I want you to just act like you're worshiping that's it right there I saw Finn worshiping and when I talked to him this wonderful group was singing and he was worshiping and I said Finn I need you to help me when I'm preaching you know why when I am looking for somebody to help me when I'm preaching, I want to see somebody that's worshiping when the kids are saying, I want to see somebody that says I'm a worshiper. I want to tell somebody today, worshipers are the one that he works for. Worshipers are the one that he works for. If you're a child in this place, you don't have to take a second seat. Be a worshiper. He worshiped him the bible says he worshiped him saying he worshiped him saying lord if thou wilt thou canst make me clean you know what he was really saying lord if you want to you can if you want to you can I want everybody to know, young and old alike, if God can do for you what you believe for Him to do, just have to have faith and worship, and then He will do it. You know why? He wants to. That's what's so awesome about God. He wants to. What He's looking for is this dynamic duo of worship and faith. When you mix worship and faith, hear what I'm saying, kids. When you mix worship and faith, you say, what are you talking about? I'm talking about when you are hearing them sing, shout Jesus in, shout Jesus from the mountain, Jesus from. Then when they started talking about 
healing anxiety. Here, I want to preach to some of you right now. If you don't think kids are dealing with that, friend, you got your head buried in the sand. The thing that delivers the kind of things that they, they weren't singing about adult problems. They were singing about things that these kids have to deal with. And I want to tell you, they were singing about the Savior that can save our children from everything that is come against him. Hell hath unleashed its fury. But our Savior says, I got a group of worshipers, kids at the anchor church that are going to say, shout Jesus. Shout Jesus. And what you ought to do is you ought to shout Jesus. Worship and faith mixed together means a miracle. Worship and faith mixed together means a miracle is moment away. Your worship mixed with your faith means the miracle is moments away. In just a couple of moments, I'm going to invite everybody to come to the front of this building. And when I do, you're going to do what I'm preaching to you. You're going to mix worship and faith. You're going to come, lift your hands, lift your head, lift your voice, and begin to worship and praise God and say, God, I believe you're going to fill me with the Holy Ghost and get ready. You'll be talking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the others. That's what's going to happen. Worship and faith. He worshiped him saying, if you want to, you can. Can you say that for me? If you want to, you can. If you want to, you can. You're right. I want somebody out there to say it. If you want to, you can. I want somebody to shout it. If you want to, you can. Yes. Here's what I love about our Savior. He responds to worship and faith by stretching out his hand and touching what no one else would touch. Touching what everybody in the multitude feared. He's fearless because worship and faith takes a man that is a leper and makes him instantly to be healed when Jesus simply says I will be thou clean or I want in other words what he did is he put his hand on him and brother Hyden he said I want to just like that just like that Winston it's just like I want to Joseph I want to that's all, he, that's all that needs is somebody to say if you want to you can I want to Yeah, so who, who was that over here that said, yes, kind of like shouted a little bit louder. Than, yeah, okay. Get ready. Get ready, because if I notice that, you know who else noticed that? The Savior's looking down, and he said, I heard somebody that lifted their voice above the multitude and say, yeah, I believe God's getting ready to do for you what you want him to. You want to know why? Because he wants to. He wants to. Yeah, he wants to do it for you, and he wants to do it for you, and he wants to do it for you, and he wants to do it for you. And what's so awesome is he can and he will. Be thou clean. And just like that, I mean, you can't even, you can't even tell there was anything wrong with this fella. Immediately. Just like that. 
just like that. Everything that was wrong was made right. I will. I will. I will. I will. You know what he wants to do to every one of you? He just wants to come through and say, I will. 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 That's how awesome our Savior is. That's how good God is. It's simple, childlike faith. Are there any children? Are there any children here today that you believe Jesus can do anything you need him to? If you do, I want you to stand to your feet right now, lift both hands in the air, and say, Jesus, I worship you. I praise you. I want some worshipers that are in this house. I need some worshipers that are in this place to begin to worship with faith and say, I believe that God can do what I need him to I want everybody to stand with me right now thank you Finn great job here's what's getting ready to happen everybody that wants a miracle hear what I'm saying everybody that wants a miracle is going to get a miracle according to your faith filled worship What's my friend's name in the back that stood up with the green? Yeah, come out here, buddy. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. What is it? Daniel? Come on, we're taking you right out of the lion's den right up here. Come on up here, buddy. Daniel, I just want you to know, I'm proud of you. How many of you are proud of Daniel today? God for Daniel. Who knows what Daniel is going to become? I'll tell you what he is right now. He's a worshiper. He's somebody that worships with faith. And do you want to know what God does with worshipers? He takes impossible situations and makes them possible. For you, Daniel. So, Daniel, here's what I want you to do. I want you to kind of, kind of lead the way. Can you give me a high five right here? Woo! Can you do that again? Oh, yeah. Man, there's power. Woo. How many of you know that in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand is pleasure? How many of you know that miracles are in this place today? Why? Because there's some Daniels in the house that are going to say, hey, I'm going to be a worshiper. Hey, I've got, that's it. Go ahead, Daniel. Just praise him. Help me praise him a little while. I wonder, is there anybody out there that you're a worshiper and that you can say, I believe that if he wants to, he can. Woo. Praise God. I'm gonna tell you what's getting ready to happen. As long as he's as long as he's here worshiping right now. I want everybody to hear what I'm saying. Through the faith and the worship of Daniel. 
Somebody's going to be inspired. Young and old alike are going to come to this altar and they're going to lift their hands and they're going to begin to worship like Daniel's worshiping. And they're going to begin to speak a word of faith and say, I want somebody to know you battled with the disease for a long time. You're going to be healed today because he wants to heal you. I want to tell somebody that's been addicted for a long time, you're getting ready to be delivered today. You don't have to wait till Easter. You can have that experience today. You know why? He wants to. If you're here and you want a miracle, hear what I'm saying, kids. If you're here and you want a miracle, I want you right now. Don't look for anybody else to come. I want you right now to just walk to the front of this building. Come on, that's it. Just walk to everybody that wants a miracle. You want the Holy Ghost. You want deliverance. You want salvation. You want healing. You want help. Whatever you need. You want You want God to help you. You want God to set you free. Come on. Everybody. Everybody. All the kids. God's getting ready to do it. I want to tell you, I don't care what your age is. If you want a miracle, step to the front of this building. I thank God for this student ministry here. I'm so impressed with your worship. I want some of you students to hear what I'm telling you right now. God has ordained you to use you. And you're going to lay hands on these kids. And they're going to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. And you're going to lay hands on these kids. And they're going to receive healing. People that are here today, young and old alike, you're going to receive the miracle that you have need of. Why? Because He wants to. I want everybody to say these three words with me. He wants to. Ready? One, two, three. He wants to. He wants to. And he will. Daniel, you're a worshiper, buddy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. And before I pray with all these kids right here, I'm going to pray with you that you'll always be a worshiper that has great faith. And through your worship and faith that you'll see what we're going to see today. Kids get the Holy Ghost. Parents get the Holy Ghost. Grandparents get the Holy Ghost. People be healed. Do you believe God can do it? Yes. I need somebody to have faith like Daniel. I need somebody to have Daniel faith today that says, I believe that if you want to, you can. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for Daniel. And when I'm praying for Daniel, I want you to demonstrate that you have Daniel-like faith. That means you're going to lift your voice louder than anybody else. You're going to worship more than anybody else. You're going to give God praise more than anybody else. And then I want you to get ready because what you're going to feel is the hand of God touch you. And when you feel the hand of God touch you, it's going to overflow out of you. And you're going to speak with a language that you don't understand. You may start by saying, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. But then you're going to speak in a language that you don't understand. That's the Holy Ghost overflowing in you. Is there anybody that believes that God can? He wants to. He wants to. So whatever you need, wherever you are, whatever you need, wherever you are, I want everybody to close your eyes. I want everybody to close your eyes. I want everybody to lift your head and to lift your hands. 
And as I pray in the name of Jesus for Daniel, I want you to receive the miracle into your own life. I want everybody here to receive that miracle. I pray right now that this young man that has faith and is a worshiper, that he will see that you will do what only you, that's God doing it. That's God doing it. Somebody right where you are, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Somebody right where you are, receive the miracle. I want somebody that has faith that's a worshiper. As they begin to sing, I want you to pray with people right now. Pray with these children. Let them speak in a language that they don't understand. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. The Lord's been moving in this entire sanctuary. Thank you, Brother Sharon, for being used to the Lord. I know we've, I know at least one are being baptized today. Let's thank God for that. It's a, it, it's a powerful thing. I was, I was eight years old. It was February the twenty second, nineteen eighty seven, that God filled me with His Spirit. I was eight years old. And uh, I, I'll never forget, I'll never forget going home for Christmas that year. We lived in North Carolina. I was telling them a little bit ago about how I lived in North Carolina for one year. And I came home for Christmas and I wanted the Holy Ghost real bad. And Brother Sharon, my grandmother said to me, I called her Mimi, when I was at home at Christmas and I wanted to get the Holy Ghost at Christmas. And uh, I was so desperate for it. But I looked at my grandma and she said, Aaron, would you like a cup of coffee? Which was yes. Because my grandma thought everybody ought to have a cup of coffee. And uh, I said, I'll take a cup of coffee. She said, you want two scoops of sugar? I said, me, me. I don't want any sugar this time. Cause She said, well, why? You like two scoops. I said, because I'm afraid I'm going to get sugar diabetes and die before I get the Holy Ghost. I didn't know what sugar diabetes was, but I just assumed it came from sugar. I was pretty desperate for it. I'll never forget his name was David Taylor. He was the children's evangelist. He had a variety of rabbit. He had a puppet he'd preach with, and he gave the altar call. And I made my way down the altar on a Sunday night, lifted my hands. The Spirit of the Lord came upon me. Changed my life. When he filled me with the Holy Ghost, it was the most warm, most powerful, awesome, powerful experience I'd ever had. I'd seen people cry, people rejoicing. My dad had preached about it. When he filled me with the Holy Ghost, I began to pray in the heavenly language as God gave me the ability to speak. And I'm going to tell you, I'm so glad I got it. Amen. I get it again and again and again. Sometimes I wake up praying in the Holy Ghost. I do. I do. I did this morning. I woke up praying in tongues this morning. Praise God, because it's real. And that's uh, quite a few years ago that that happened. How many know it's real? Amen. 35. I think it's been 35 36 years ago that that happened. These children in this room are being filled with the Holy Ghost. And what that feeling is, you get over you, that's the touch of God. It's the breath of God, the Spirit of the Lord. Aren't you glad you've got it? Aren't you glad you can feel it today? Amen. Amen. They're getting ready to baptize. We're so excited about this. Like people were being healed here today. They were. The Spirit of the Lord was moving and touching. Amen. Everybody say they're coming home. 
God's sending people. He really is coming back to the house of God. Somebody say amen. Before you leave, would you help me pray? I, I literally woke up praying in the spirit this morning. And I said, God, I said, Lord, I'm asking you to add to the church daily such as should be saved. That was my prayer as soon as I come out of sleep. And here's what I'm going to ask you all to do. We have a Spanish service, a uh, Spanish-speaking church service at 2 o'clock. Amen. I'm told today that we've got a family or families that are coming for that. Amen. That speak Spanish. Would you, would you raise your hands and ask God to add to the church? Would you do that, Lord? We're asking you. Lord, we have opened the door. We prepared the way. We practiced. Lord, I pray that today you would add to the church. You would send people, Lord, to this place, God, so they can hear the gospel in their native language. We're praying a blessing over this service. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says amen. Tonight at 6 o'clock, come back. It's going to be an amazing service with Brother Sharon again. Just clap our hands and thank God for what he's done. Everybody shout, he wants to. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.